Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at FightfulWrestling.com. Big wrestling weekend ahead, and a part of that is AIW Slumber Party Massacre. Thursday, April 4th, 11.59 p.m. White Eagle Hall in Jersey City, New Jersey. If you can't catch it there, it is streaming live on Fight. And I'm here with uh, a man behind AIW, John Thorne. John, how are you? Good. I just have to correct you. We A couple weeks ago, we did bump the show up to... 11 p.m. So we're starting at 11 p.m., not 11.59. 11 p.m. Again, you all can uh, see that on Fight. Man, this is a good-looking show and a very interesting one. I love WrestleMania weekend because it brings out a lot of different stuffs. What are some of the challenges or benefits that you face booking a show that weekend as opposed to some of the other times you run shows? Uh, well, the benefits are yet to be uh, yet to be seen. I think uh, there are, has certainly been numerous, numerous challenges that we've encountered throughout this process. Um, we've been, you know, this is something that we've been working on since I think the early summer uh, is when we were first approached by uh, GCW about you know participating in it. And as everyone is fully aware, so much has changed. Uh, in the wrestling industry since, you know, the early summer. Um, so how things, you know, at first were written down on paper as an idea have just drastically changed throughout this process. Um, as far as the benefits, like I said, it's, it's yet to be really determined if, you know, this is going to be a beneficial risk for AIW or not. You know, we're still uh, about a week and a half out. 
but uh, you know, th- things are things are looking a-, a lot better than they were a couple weeks ago. I'll say that much. You all have some big names on this show: uh, Ethan Page, Nick Gage, uh, MJF, Cole Cabana. But two of the announced matches, one in particular, I'm I'm really interested to see how it how it unfolds. And you've always been a very transparent guy about about this stuff. Scott Steiner and Swoggle. What kind of reaction does Scott Steiner give you when you say, "Yeah, you're working Swoggle that night"? Okay, so this uh, this whole thing. Uh, now this has been this has been an experience to to say the least. So when uh, you know we were approached about this idea, like I said in the early summer, uh, Swoggle has become you know one of my best friends in wrestling, and. Uh, he was kind of down on last, you know, last year, as far as WrestleMania weekend went for him, you know, he didn't have that many bookings. He didn't have that many shows. Uh, so, you know, once we were, once we were, you know, kind of invited to partake in the collective, uh, Swaggle said, I want to do something totally outside of the box, totally outside of the, the realm of anything anyone would ever dream up. And we started going over different ideas and we had worked with Scott Steiner in the summertime and, uh, around July for our big show, uh, absolution. And Swaggle was like, I want to wrestle Scott Steiner. Well, you know, we didn't discuss that with Scott Steiner at that time. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we, we fast forward. Uh, I just, you know, a lot of the times, you don't really discuss a lot of the details when you book somebody. So, you know, I, I, I talked to Scott, you know, I explained to him, you know, I'm having an event on this date in this area. Um, you know, we, we work out a deal and, and that's kind of that. Well, uh, Scott Steiner is a guy that I, I don't know what his hours of operation are, but he will usually text me between the hours of 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. on like a right. Wednesday. And, uh, I, I get like, uh, I, I get like a, a text, like, do you have me booked against Swaggle? Probably, I don't know, about six weeks ago. And, uh, then I respond and then I, I don't get a response back for weeks. Uh, so I was a little, I was a little nervous on how, you know, how he would, how he was taking that, uh, in which, uh, him then he called me literally last week and was explaining to me his um, his kind of I, I guess reservations about the match because he he I, I I can't make this stuff up he is worried about how the match is going to go based on WCW entering him in a midget tossing contest uh, sometime in the 2000 or 2001. Uh, and he said, you know, it was really difficult for him to work with a midget and, and, uh, you know, lift them up. So he's, he's very nervous about how the match is going to go. Uh, and, but he's not opposed to it, but he's, it's a, it's a very strange dynamic and, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to work our way through it. Uh, but, uh, to be honest, I don't know how Scott Steiner versus Swaggle is, is going to turn out. It was just one of those things to where we wanted to do something that was totally outside of the box, not only for Swaggle, but just like, okay, this is something that nobody would ever book for better or for worse. 
and it was it, it was put out there to get attention on the show, which it has already you know done tenfold for us. Uh, what happens after the fact, you know, that's that's to to be determined as well. Uh, but uh, Scott Steiner is very nervous about that based on his midget tossing experience in WCW. God, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. You also have Otani on the show. How long has it been since he's wrestled in the States? Oh, uh, that is a question for somebody that isn't me, but I would, I would say probably at least 20 to 25 years. Um, you know, he was, he was a guy that was, uh, somebody that I've wanted to book over the last, I, I would say really two years, you know, as, as, the, the talent pool in the United States is kind of getting a, a, a little bit smaller as far as who is going to bring in hype. You, you've, you've seen a lot more international guys, you know, start coming over again, you know, like great Sasuke has been doing a lot in America again and, you know, Masato Tanaka and things like that. Um, and Otani was a guy that was on my, you know, kind of list who I wanted to use, but, you know, I, I just had not reached out yet. And this was kind of a, a thing that, you know, being a part of the collective, uh, this is a benefit of it. And, you know, I was, I was approached by game changer who said, Hey, would you be interested in bringing Otani over, uh, with us during mania weekend, which, you know, I, I jumped at almost immediately. Um, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I started thinking who's somebody that could work well with Otani and there's a zillion people that could work well with Otani. Uh, but somebody that, you know, really is just a gigantic fan of, you know, early, early new Japan wrestling and all Japan wrestling is Eddie Kingston. And, uh, I thought that would be by far the, the, the most perfect matchup that we could offer because, um, we wanted to, we want to offer an authentic AW experience where, you know, there's plenty of guys that are going to be in the area that may look better on paper against Otani, I, I guess you could say, sure. uh, but it wouldn't be an AIW show. So, you know, Eddie Kingston was somebody that we looked at on our roster that we thought would match up great with Otani for that weekend. Yeah. I think outside of maybe a, a weekend in O2, he hasn't wrestled in the States since WCW, since he dropped the cruiserweight title to Dean Malenko. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's just an unbelievable get, uh, a lot of, promotions will kind of promote one show at a time and and that's it but if you go to AIW's website you all have have your shows listed throughout uh June I mean you've got keep their heads ringing you got gauntlet for the gold you have your tournaments in June uh what gets I'm trying to think of how how to put this what motivates you to book so far ahead or at least promote so far ahead in that regard and uh was there a time when maybe you didn't do that you went one show at a time Oh, absolutely. There was a show that we, we did that one, one show at a time. Um, it, being in independent wrestling is, you know, it, it's, it's very hard to not do things one show at a time. Um, we've, you know, kind of had a, a good few years to where we don't have to, it's, it's like people living paycheck to paycheck, so to speak. Uh, we've, we've had a good couple of years to where I've built up a, a, a reserve amount of money to where, okay, now I know that we can kind of plan, plan ahead and uh, get a schedule because it's getting harder and harder to book people uh, just based on, it seems like there's way more independent promotions 
And there are, like I've said before, there's just a certain amount of guys that are kind of bringing attention, attention to these shows, so to speak. And they're getting booked out so far in advance. You have to, you know, as a promoter, you have to adapt and you have to try to get at least some semblance of a schedule out there with dates. Um, So, you know, not only do we have all those shows, like we're promoting a show this Thursday night uh, and then, you know, next Thursday we'll be in Jersey city. So it's just kind of crazy how things are happening uh, for us right now, but uh, there's, there's different venues and different things and different opportunities arising for us to where, we can't we can't pass it up so i think we're probably running too many shows for my liking right now but you you have to kind of you got to kind of roll with it and you know go you know go with the deal when the deal is there and things are things are going well for us in the cleveland area so you know we're just going to keep rolling the dice and see see what happens Speaking of those tournaments and and the Cleveland area, you have those two tournaments in in mid-June, the JT Lightning Invitational Tournament and the Chandler Biggins Memorial Tag Team Tournament. What goes into selecting people who are going to be in these tournaments? I mean, uh, tag team wrestling, there there aren't a whole lot of teams on the independent scene that are really uh, that that you hear getting signed up by the AEWs and, and WWE and stuff like that, so... Uh, does that make it harder or are you just acutely aware of like teams that would fit this well? And uh, you're like, yeah, let's bring them in. Well, you know, uh, we, we utilize quite a bit of tag teams. Maybe they're not as widely well known at this time, but you know, our tag team division is, is, is pretty, pretty well established in at least in our universe of things, which is probably a small a smaller universe when you look at the grand scheme of independent wrestling but um you know for our fan base we utilize several teams that are you know probably more regionalized than um you know most other teams but their tag team wrestling is very much lacking as far as teams that are available out there you know outside of you know lucha brothers and lax and teams like that you know it, it, it kind of drops off on who, you know, the, the vast majority of people know. And that's more of what that tag team tournament is about, is about kind of showcasing maybe a, a little bit more of unknown teams. Uh, and the JT Lightning tournament is kind of all over the map. We, we look at people on our roster uh, and then we try to f- say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill find you know kind of unique talents that aren't you know aren't doing a lot like you know i i guess i'll give you guys an exclusive like the first entrant this year is going to be sabio vega that's number one guy uh that's entering the jt that's entering the jt lightning invitational this year uh so we we try to find some legends we try to find you know last year we had Marty Jannetty and Gangrel and, um, you know, so we kind of go all over the map for the JT lightning tournament because 
I think the the work rate tournament is kind of I don't know it, it's a, it's a little bit overdone. We try to make ours a little bit more fun. You're going to get your work rate matches, but you're also going to get you know like last year we did Joey Janela versus Marty Janetti too, and it was pure just insanity. I mean uh, Marty Janetti and Joey Janela are going through tables and all the, Marty Janetti almost died four times. Um, but it, slow night for not, him, huh? It, right. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's not, uh, it, it's not so much about that, you know, balls to the wall, I guess, you know, PWG style for, for lack of a better term. It's more about creating a spectacle throughout a weekend. And, uh, you know, that's something that we're, we've, we've gotten somewhat good at and it, it works for us. And we, I understand that that mindset does not appeal to everybody, but it seems to be working for us and specifically in the Cleveland area. Another thing that works for you guys is the card is going to change your all's podcast. My favorite story on that show was when Sid blamed the travel ban on missing a booking and EC3 showed up. As Sid, I was supposed to interview EC3 as Sid in the weeks following that, and uh, unfortunately, some things prevented that. But <laughs> when you when you contact an EC3 and you say, "Hey, do you have any George? Can you throw in a wig?" Like, where did you find a Sid wig in that amount of time? So, uh, I guess the benefit of you know uh, just being AW and being in Cleveland is we've given a lot of these guys their start before they were anything. Uh, you get all kinds of love, even on WWE programming these days. And, you know, EC3 is a guy that he was on the very first AIW show. Um, you know, he's been with us, you know, and that was in 2005. We've, I've, I've known this guy for, you know, 15 years at this point. Um, you know, guys like Johnny Gargano, all sorts of, all sorts of people, um, you know, that kind of started with us and EC3 just happened to be home for the holidays. He wasn't booked for the show or anything like that. He was just, uh, the show was in December and he was home for Christmas. Um, and, uh, you know, when Sid canceled, I, you know, I shot him a text and I said, Hey, are you, you know, are you still in town? And, uh, he said, yeah, he said, but I don't have my wrestling gear. And I said, well, <laughs> I, you don't need it. Um, and uh, we sent somebody out to a thrift store uh, to look for a leather vest. And I honestly have no idea where the wig came from, uh, but it was it, it was all picked up that afternoon uh, somehow, whether it was somebody owned the wig. Uh, I really don't recall that. But, uh, yeah, that was just kind of a, a thing that happened on the whim, uh, which is uh, – I, I guess if you promote independent wrestling – for long enough, you you just you learn that you have to adapt to every situation, and you can't kind of dwell on like you know. Which I was super bummed because I I was a gigantic Sid fan as a kid, so I was looking forward to this more than probably anybody the entire day. And uh, you know, I, I knew all the hit Sid horror stories, and I knew the the risks. And uh, Sid, you know, when you talk to Sid on the phone. He, you know, he leads you to believe that he's he's coming and everything, everything is uh, is all good. Uh, and when that when that moment happened, uh, I was bummed about it. But 
I realized, hey, you know, I'm recording this entire phone conversation right now. Uh, so at least there's proof that he was booked. He's acknowledging he's booked and he is giving me the, the most ridiculous cancellation story of all time. Um, so I, I, as much as I wanted to dwell on it, I was kind of looking at like, okay, like this isn't as bad as I think it is. Uh, even though I thought it was pretty bad. Cause you know, uh, independent wrestling is, some people just want to show up and they, you know, they, they want to meet Sid and they don't care about the show, but you know, they'll buy a ticket for that. So I'm juggling all, you know, all that kind of stuff in my head as a promoter. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, we just had to roll with it and I texted EC3 and I think it, it made for a, you know, it, it made for a very memorable moment. And then we took all the, we took all the Sid eight by tens that we had, printed up and uh, EC3 went out there and his Sid outfit and he did a free meet and greet with every single fan and signed autographs as Sid and uh, you know well actually he signed autographs and said I'm not Sid <laughs> EC3 uh, for everybody and, and took photos so for people that were there that's probably one of their greatest AIW memories um, you know what except else are you for the ever one guy that, get that you will never get that at any other time Right, and that was just one of those things you can't you can't plan that to happen. That was just something that happened organically throughout the day. Um, you know, we had no backup plan for Sid, and when I you know when I had that phone conversation with him, I think it was probably one p.m. in the you know in the afternoon. So we don't have a lot of time uh, to get you know to to get something together. Uh, you know, by a six thirty p.m. doors opening. Um, so that was kind of all just like, okay, what can we do? And, uh, you know, I was sitting in a room with, with Hornswoggle and Eddie Kingston and, you know, we, we started, you know, going back and forth and, uh, I, I texted EC3 and the, the idea just kind of evolved right, just right out of that moment. I'm assuming you haven't heard from Sid since then. <laughs> I have not heard from Sid. Uh, however, last year at WrestleCon, Sid actually did show up, uh, but uh, and Col Colt Cabana just kept yelling from a distance, uh, "You owe AIW money, Sid. Fuck you, Sid." And uh, he had no idea which direction it was coming from. And he, you know, Sid is you know a huge dude, and uh, he he would just do like a head turn, like totally something he would do in a match just looking down the aisles of WrestleCon trying to find out who was who was yelling at him but uh he he, he never figured it out well john uh, i want to thank you so much of course you guys can go to uh aiw's official website aiwwrestling.com to get uh, all the information on their upcoming shows where else can people find you guys uh you can find us on twitter at ai wrestling Facebook, uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling, Instagram, at AI Wrestling. Uh, we recently have gotten into the uh, Patreon game. Uh, we're, we're producing all sorts of premium content for Patreon. Uh, independent wrestling, you know, every dollar counts these days. So um, somebody kind of presented the idea of Patreon to me. So we're producing exclusive podcasts and all, all sorts of different content on our Patreon. Uh, you, you just have to search Absolute Intense Wrestling on Patreon. Um, and, uh, fight TV, please 
please support us on Fight TV next week, uh, Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, there's a package deal. You can get every show on the collective uh, for $99. I believe it's 11 total shows with unlimited replays, uh, which, you know, every dollar is going to count for all those promotions that are taking a gigantic risk next week uh, because the collective is not the established kind of brand or whatever you want to call it for WrestleMania weekend. It's usually, you know, a WWN and a high spots location. Uh, this is a kind of a brand new concept, a brand new thing. And there's a lot of promoters that are taking gigantic risks next week to try to put on, put on these events, WrestleMania weekend. Um, and uh, every bit of support helps whether you can attend the, attend the events live mania weekend or uh, by the, uh, by the individual iPay-per-views or the package iPay-per-view, uh, which is a pretty good deal. It's 11 shows for $99 on Fight TV. Uh, I would certainly appreciate it. I'm sure all the promoters would appreciate uh, every bit of support. Uh, and I, I think, you know, Fightful for giving me this, you know, platform to promote these events. And uh, I certainly appreciate it. Well, I look forward to our next show, which is, of course, the Matt Riddle AIW Tribute Show. <laughs> That's the last time I was on this show. Yeah, uh, it was that whole that whole fiasco. It's been a while. It's been yeah, a while. It, it, you know, we're 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 both doing okay. It worked out, but yeah, you know, it worked out okay for both parties. But uh, you know, well, I mean, you needed EC3 there to dress up as as Matt. Well, you know, that was uh, that was he gave he gave a little bit more notice than Sid, so yeah, he, he gave us a, a little bit more time to get, and then you know, he gave us some other reasons to continue to get mad. So we did our, we got our little jab in at him. We did an entire event based on a pirate. Called I saw Block like the Paul Burchill thing. We booked, yeah. And we booked Paul Burchill. So, you know, we got our, we got our little, our little kind of ha ha thing in and, you in know, the end, everybody moved to, on in the end. Any excuse to book Paul Burchill is a good, good time. in you, in my, you opinion. know, what's crazy is I've, I've been getting contacted by promoters like, Hey, do you have Paul Burchill's info? And I, I give it out. And I guess, I don't know, maybe he's gone off the grid again. I guess he's not responding. That, oh God, so that he, was just, he was like 15 years ahead of thing. his time. Yeah. And he worked so hard. I like, if I had more of a budget at that time or whatever you want to call it, I probably would have brought him back uh, again because that show, AIW walked the plank. Paul Burchill worked, he worked so hard. It was like he was getting ready for another run. And uh, I don't know if he ever wrestled again after that, to be perfectly honest with you. But he was, it it was, it was great. I wish he would. I mean, somebody, when that happened, like, I, I think it was probably earlier this year, they were like, oh, who could go on a PCO run? And they mentioned Paul Burchill. And I'm like, he's 39. He's not like 52. The guy's guy's too young. Hey, I'm 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 hoping I can uh, I can revive Savio Vega this June. That's you know that's my big plan. And that'd, that'd be a solid one as well. Um, thank you. I did so... ask I did ask him if he would wrestle as, as Quang. I was about to say that. I didn't want to be a dick, but I was about to say that. Oh, I asked. Trust me. I if if there's anybody that has ever done any sort of weird obscure gimmick, and I'm trying to book them, I will I will ask. Uh, for them to do that, and sometimes, you know, sometimes they're 
offended. Sometimes they don't understand. Like Paul Birchall is a perfect example of that. He could not believe that I wanted the pirate gimmick. And he was so excited to do it, but he was like, I can't believe that anybody would want me to do this. Good God. I I hope we do see more of him, and uh, I hope we see more of AIW on Fightful. It was a great conversation. I could talk to you all day about this, John. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.